doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel, take a fly, send me tracing out of Zion. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to Fantasy Fuel, a very somber Fantasy Fuel since the Eagles <laughs> couldn't pull it out, but we're here nonetheless. How are you doing, Tom? <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, I know you're not doing that good, but we'll get through it. We'll get through this episode. Don't cry. I'll try not to. I mean, we do have a mutual hatred for the Patriots still uh, alive. So, and we'll dude, talk they, about that in a minute. <laughs> they destroyed it. Unbelievable. Ridiculous. Anyway, we'll jump right into it. Since the Eagles lost, uh, at least the Cowboys <laughs> lost. And the Cowboys lost, according to Jerry Jones, was because of their footwear. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is, I've had the benefit of the tape, looking at the tape, the evaluation by both the scouts as well as the coaches. We frankly had never gotten traction, and I mean that literally. That was a slippery field. If I had to do it over again, we would be really scrutinizing our footwear, our cleats. We had dr- trouble digging in, so to speak. <laughs> really, <laughs> what Jerry? About the other? <laughs> Did the other team have the same field to play on, or was it something completely different? Come on, Jerry. Well, apparently, the Rams knew how to play on that field, and they had you know like six inch cleats so that they were never going to slip any. Whatever, it's home field advantage. Then you got to deal with it. And That's C. how it works. CJ Anderson ran all over you guys, <laughs> uh, which, by the way, is not going to be one of our buy, sell, and hold candidates today because that's nope. the topic of today's episode. But we have a little bit of news still before we get into it. A couple other things. <laughs> Ian Rappaport reports the Broncos may be plotting a run at trading for Antonio Brown. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, he doesn't want to go there. I could promise you that. Why would I don't think he? he- yeah, there's not there's nothing to gain there. There's no, I don't know. I mean, Manuel Sanders is there, but Yay. that's it. I mean, that's <laughs> that's the only other real guy you got there that's going to be anything for you. So yeah, he's not going to win if he goes to the Broncos. Well, I don't know if he has any no trade clause, but maybe <laughs> the Steelers will send him there anyway, and he won't have a choice in the matter. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. I think uh, the other thing I've heard is he really wants to play for the 49ers, which I'm not 100% sure why That's that is either. Yeah. I mean, if he really loves Jimmy Garoppolo, so be it. But we still haven't seen much from Jimmy G. Maybe he just wants to one-up Jerry Rice. Be like, I could be a better wide receiver than you. He does have the ego for that to yeah, actually be exactly. plausible. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. Oh, boy. What an off season it will be. <laughs> All right, so we talked about the Patriots for a second, and I want to give a stat that I I saw that I think may bring the Patriots down just a notch as far as the playoffs go, although they did absolutely crush the Chargers, so whatever. But the Patriots had a plus 111 point differential 
in the regular season. That's pretty good. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, overly great, but it's definitely pretty good. Mm-hmm. Now, the only facet to this stat is 110 of those 111 points in the point differential came from within the division. <laughs> so they had a plus one outside of the division this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that just says that the, the division is terrible. That's just, I mean, there's nothing. There, all three of the other teams are just not good. I mean, Miami was okay for a little while, and then they completely fell off the map at the end of the season. Yeah, it's just that's. I mean, that, that that tells me that the division's not good, and it tells me that the Patriots aren't as good as they have been. And like we said, they just destroyed the Chargers. Now, do you if know they why they there, destroyed the Chargers? At least in my opinion. Uh, tell me. They, the Chargers, played zone defense against Tom Brady pretty much yeah, the entire first true. half. And Tom Brady yep. is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time against zone coverage. You can't yep. shock Tom Brady into being bad. You're like, are they really playing? No, they couldn't be. Oh, I don't know how to play anymore. No, it doesn't work like that. They They definitely needed to change their game plan, at least at halftime. Because I mean something because they were getting crushed the almost the entire game. Yep. If they wanted to make a comeback, they had to stop Tom Brady, and they just didn't do it. <sighs> yep. And on the other side of this coin, you know, we're trying to give you some stats that maybe the Patriots aren't as good as <laughs> you know they have perceived to be. Mm-hmm. But here's a stat that <laughs> is probably going to put the chip back on Brady and Belichick's shoulder. According to ESPN stats and information, the percentage chance to win Super Bowl, uh, 34% to the Chiefs, 33% to the Saints, 18% to the Rams, and 15% to the Patriots. Why are I they think doing that's, this? <laughs> I don't know why they're doing I think it's mostly accurate. I would give probably like 20% to the Patriots. I would actually give them a better chance to, of winning it than the Rams. But that's just me. Um, I don't think they beat the Chiefs, but I didn't think the Chargers would be as terrible as they were last week. And I, I can't make predictions. I just I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, I don't no, think it, the Patriots are that good, but would not surprise me if they won the Super Bowl. No, I, <laughs> it sucks. Everybody is just so bored of seeing the Patriots in the Super Bowl, except yep. for obviously Patriots fans. But yeah. I think there was a poll out there like, oh, overwhelming majority of people don't want to see Patriots in the Super Bowl. Like, that's been the same poll you could have used for the last how many years? <laughs> Eight straight AFC championship games. <sighs> like, come on. We're all sick of it already. How many straight have they won the division? I mean, it's been at least 11, I think. I think I mean, you're it's right. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's stupid, but here they are again. Until Tom Brady is done playing and Belichick is done coaching, I'm not counting them out. Yeah, it, exactly. It sucks, but here we are. Mm-hmm. And here we are, onto the meat of the show. We <laughs> want to talk buy, sell, and hold. Yep. Anybody out there that is in Dynasty or yep. Keeper Leagues and you don't have to uh, announce your keepers until you know closer to next season. We've got some guys that we're going to talk about. Some of them, Tom and I are on completely opposite ends on, and we'll make <laughs> our case when we talk about them. So, uh, without further ado, let's get right into it. We're going to start by talking quarterbacks, 
And okay. we'll start with buys. Who are your buys at quarterback? Well, do you want me to talk about them individually? Or do you want me to just do both of them at the same time? Uh, go ahead and do them both at the same time. Okay. Well, my two buys at quarterback I have is Lamar Jackson and Carson Wentz. I will start with Carson Wentz. Uh, the chances are that someone doesn't trust that Wentz is going to be back and be the guy that we think he's supposed to be. And so that means that he's probably going to be somebody you can go out and get for cheap or kind of cheap anyway. I mean, and it's Carson Wentz. He does have our name recognition at this point, but Wentz is very under the radar right now, I think, because Foles. Uh, Foles stole the spotlight he, again, just like again. he did last <laughs> last year. And that's why Carson Wentz was again under the radar last year and what in one of the leagues we got him super late he was 10th so, round yeah. right and i mean if you look he uh he had an average of 25.5 points per game which puts him darn close to the top 10 if you do it by average and let's be real for a second he's not he was not up to par this year so i expect him to be a little more lights out next year i'm not going to say lights out i don't really know but this is somebody i'm gonna go out and buy right now because i mean i think he'll be in the top five next year I, that's just my opinion but he, he, there's nothing for me to say that he won't yeah and, and then uh lamar jackson is my other buy um he's he's got a whole off season to improve and prepare for next year his passing game was not good okay so if he can average if he can be average at throwing the ball his numbers will skyrocket. I mean, simple as that because he is an excellent runner. Um, and he was averaging at the last so many weeks, what, uh, six week 11, he was averaging 24.8 points per week. And that's him not throwing the ball very well. So that's actually better than Tom Brady's average for the whole year. So that's something you need to look at. And this is with Jackson not being the best at throwing the ball. So, Again, since week 11, he had 11 touchdowns. Only five of them were passing. So that's a lot of touchdowns by running the ball as well. So how did he score decently if he, if he only had 11 touchdowns? Well, rushing the ball. Rushing the ball. He had 556 rushing yards since week 11. Let's remember, he did that in just seven games. Put this in perspective. He had more rushing yards in seven games than Deshaun Watson did all year, Cam Newton did all year, Russell Wilson, Mitch Trubisky. I can keep going. He outscored in rushing yards every single quarterback in the league. So that's why I'm buying him. I know that you're on the opposite fence of that, but we can get to that a little bit later. Who are your buys? Well, one of my buys was also Carson Wentz for basically gotcha. the same reasons you had. Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are down on him. I mean, there are already a lot of people that are down on Carson just because, oh, he was injured again. Well, yep. it yep. was a stress injury that may have gone overlooked for a little bit. He's going to have a whole offseason to recover and not from an ACL injury. So right, yeah, he should be different. able to be the quarterback for the entire offseason program. 
Mm-hmm. He'll get that magic back with Alshon and whoever else they decide to keep at wide receiver. I don't know if they're going to try and retain Aguilar or if they're going to try and bring Tate back or what's going to happen there. We've still got Mac Hollins, who spent the rest of the season on IR. So there's going to be a lot of questions at wide receiver. But Carson Wentz. The first, the first question I got, I got to go off the spot a little bit here. Oh, boy. <laughs> first question I got to ask you is, can Alshon Jeffrey catch the ball in the playoff game to not completely end the game for the Eagles? I, I just had to bring that up. I mean, uh, it just went right through I, his it, hands. It did, and I don't blame Alshon. He was playing that entire game with cracked ribs, and he had one heck of a performance anyway. It sucks. but yeah it it, it was a very bad way a frustrating way to end the game that we had in control to start with and then came back when we needed to and we gave them the entire third quarter and it's hard to get into rhythm on offense again when you don't even get the ball for 11 minutes so yeah Mm -hmm. But that's neither here nor there. We're talking about Carson Wentz. <laughs> well, I'm done talking about Carson Wentz. We oh, okay. We have uh, said enough about him. He he's going to be under the radar because people are going to sleep on him. Uh, right. I have actually yeah. three other buys. I'm not going to talk too much about them. Uh, another buy I have is Sam Darnold. I know we're okay, going yeah. with Homer picks here, but <laughs> Adam Gase almost made Ryan Tannehill a great quarterback, except for injuries and yeah. not much supporting cast. I think it may be a match made in heaven. Now, Adam Gase is a weird-looking dude. I don't know if you <laughs> saw this video out I there did. of him. I oh, did. my. What is wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't see the actual version of it. I well, saw somebody with a piece of like pizza, a Taco Bell, Taco, oh, yeah, Taco. following yes. it around with his eyes. <laughs> but if you guys God. haven't seen it, I mean, you got to look up this Adam Gates. You just type in, in Google Adam Gates eyes. That's pretty yeah. much all you have to do. I mean, it's crazy. I don't understand what he was looking at. It was but, so yeah. surreal. I'm just I'm staring at it. And I'm mesmerized. His eyes just won't stop. They're looking here, there, back and forth, like <laughs> wide, bug-eyed. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I, don't I don't know how he's uh, been such a... He seems like a crazy person, but maybe does. crazy win championships. Who knows? Well, he was in Miami. They've done a lot of different things down in Miami. <laughs> there was coaches fired for the... Man, uh, I, uh-huh. uh, all right, that's enough of that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Sam Darnold and Adam Gase could be a match made in heaven. Another buy I have at quarterback is Matt Ryan. He quietly had a very, very good fantasy season. But that could have just been because their defense was so bad that they were were having to score a lot of points to try and stay in the game. So if their defense comes back healthy next year, it may not be the same. But as good a numbers as Matt Ryan had, I really haven't heard anybody talk about him. So... Maybe. I also remember they did he they they didn't have their best running back for the majority of That's the year. That's also true. So they're probably thinking we got to pass the ball more, and so they did. <laughs> yeah, they certainly did. Uh, and one last one, I'm giving one more chance to Jameis Winston. <laughs> That's fine. I can see it. <laughs> I mean, it's, he didn't play the entire year this year. He the times that he did play was relatively good i mean i'm not i'm not 
I'm not overexcited about it, but it's something that I, I'll give him another chance. But this is probably the last, yes. last draw. I just know he's going to be super cheap because You're right. most You're right. people aren't going to give him any more chances as many times as he was in yep. and out this season with Fitz Magic and then Fitz Tragic. Yep. So <laughs> this one last chance, that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm willing to part with whatever I can do because <laughs> it's not going to be that much. So right. I think I, I believe I'm still going to retain him in the flag league, so that's maybe why I'm a little biased in giving him one more <laughs> chance, but... That's okay. Uh, so, yeah, those are my buys at quarterback. And now we'll go to cells. And I'm going to start off with cells. Okay. Because one of my cells was one of your buys. Mm-hmm. And that's Lamar Jackson. Okay. Now, I'm not buying Lamar Jackson. Okay. Because of the absolute unbelievable probability that he is going to get injured some you are right and You're this probably is right. probably the highest he's going to be valued right now in a dynasty league people are like "Ooh, this could be my guy and i am not putting my faith in a guy that looked like rg3 now granted he's not playing <laughs> for the redskins so he probably has a little better chance of not completely ruining his career but yeah uh, I mean, I agree with the the whole injury aspect of it. That is a very good point. Um, I just think that it's worth the risk if if you can get somebody to be able to throw the ball. That's what I said in the first place. If yep. he can learn to throw the ball, he will be outstanding as long as he doesn't get hurt. Yeah, it's it's basically a where do you fall? Which side yeah. of the fence are you on? Are you willing to take the chance of him? No, not getting injured, or are you just going <laughs> to yep. stay out of the way and not get involved? Because I had Mike Vick during his great year with the Eagles, and then he was Matt Berry told you to take him at number one overall in your draft the next year, and a lot of people <laughs> did, and that turned out horribly. Now nobody's taking Lamar Jackson number one overall in a draft, no, no, but no. there are a lot of people out there playing dynasty that would give up a little bit to have a quarterback that may play for the next 10 to 15 years. So, I mean, I get it. I'm not going to give up uh, a bunch to get him. That's why I'm saying you can buy them. Uh, just try to get something low, but yeah. whatever. I mean, we differ. That's fine. In uh, my other cell, is Deshaun Watson. Okay. Uh, yep. He had a good year. I mean, it's not like he was terrible. He had a few bad games. Uh, the reason I'm selling Deshaun Watson is because he did have a pretty decent year after his amazing, you know, six, seven yeah. weeks, whatever it was in his rookie season, that he still has a lot of value. But yep. my goodness, his receivers and running backs can't stay healthy. <laughs> I I DeAndre Hopkins is yeah. a man among boys in this league and yeah. but you can't just rely on him to be a no. good fantasy quarterback. I mean, and it it does help that he's there. If he didn't have him, I mean, that's it's just complete garbage. I, I can't imagine he can do anything with the rest of. I mean, he had what Demarius Thomas for, a for half the year, <laughs> but I mean, I'll say. Yeah, uh, I agree with that one. I would go ahead and uh, sell him as well. But 
I have two guys that are pretty high-profile people that I would sell. First, I'm going to go with Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. Why am I selling him? Well, he put up great numbers this year, so somebody might think, oh, yeah, i got to have Ben Roethlisberger. Well, if that's the case, sell, 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 because <laughs> Bell won't be back. I don't know what's going on with uh, Antonio Brown, so we don't know if he'll be back. The team is just in a bad place. There's a, the chemistry is just not there. I don't know. I don't know if I can trust Big Ben going forward. I just, I there's something going on with the Steelers. I'm not sure what's going on in Mike Tomlin's head. I just can't trust it right now. He, they're going to throw the ball, I'm sure, but at this point. If Antonio Brown's not going to be there and Bell's not going to be there, I can't put my trust in him. Um, my other sell is, <laughs> it's strange to say it, but I'm selling Tom Brady. Name recognition alone will probably help you do this. But he was 17th among all quarterbacks in points per game. That's an, on average, not the actual, Yeah, I think it was 12th overall. Now, some of that is skewed, obviously, because Jameis Winston was ahead of him because his average was better than right. Tom Brady's. But that's some, that's telling us something there, too. I mean, Jameis Winston's average was better than Tom Brady's average. I mean, what's going on here? Tom Brady is still the best quarterback of all time. He is the GOAT. But let's be real for a second. He's declining in fantasy football. I don't know what it is. He's just not throwing the ball as deep as he used to. A lot of checkdowns. If you watch the Patriots, a ton of checkdowns. It wins. It wins you games. It makes you the best quarterback of all time. But he's not throwing the deep ball as often as he used to. And this is something I'm I'm not buying. I'm selling Tom Brady. And who knows? Maybe you won't even get the option to sell Tom Brady if he finally decides to retire. Oh, please, 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 <laughs> please, 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 please. <laughs> He's not going to. No, probably uh, not. All right. Well, let's move on to our holds. Some guys that we think yep. still have value, but I'm not willing to sell them because their perceived value may not be quite as good as it once was. Okay. And I'm going to start off with a guy who just did not have it this year. I don't know what the problem was, but my goodness, Matthew Stafford had a terrible year after like how many straight years of being a top 10 quarterback where you could draft him in the ninth, 10th, 11th rounds and be like, all right, I'm set. So don't forget it. Matt Stafford. And this year he averaged so bad. And I'm looking at his stats and there are a lot of bad games, (laughs) but I'm not going to sell him if I have him in Dynasty because one Nobody's bad year gonna, isn't yeah. enough for me to be like, meh, screw it, throw him out, put him in the trash. Yeah. So, And then on the other end of that, nobody's going to offer you anything special no. if you're going to try and sell him or anything like that. So you might as well just hold on to him. And he's got a nice um, ego in his receiving field there because uh, Kenny Galladay is like we don't need no Antonio Brown here so I'm like all right well apparently Kenny Galladay thinks he's the man and he very well could be I mean he's pretty good so well, we that's see. one thing we will I will say go back last episode something I was wrong about I didn't think Galladay was going to be any good completely proved wrong continue yeah. Uh, my other hold is Jared Goff. Now, you may be yeah. wondering, well, why? He was a top-ten quarterback. Why are you not 
buying or selling him if you aren't sure. Well, mm-hmm. see, I would be trying to sell him if he would have continued his pace for the first right. 10 or 11 weeks of the year. But his last five weeks, he had yep. three bad games, an okay game and a good game in a Week 17 matchup that didn't necessarily mean a whole lot because they were playing against a weak team. So it's one of those weird ones. Does Jared Goff still have it, or does he need Cooper Cup to be a superstar Uh, quarterback? That's possible. Uh, I don't really know exactly what to think about Jared Goff, but I will say over the course of the season, sometimes it gets really... I've never played professional football, but I can imagine sometimes it gets really fatiguing and you can just be complacent and just not be the guy you were at the beginning of the season. But if that's the case, that's not really somebody you want to rely on going forward. So I'm, I'd be more on the fact of just not having him on my team in general. I would probably just choose somebody else. But if you have him, go ahead and hold on to him because I mean, he started the, the year great. So, Yep, I mean, the only thing I can see with that is he'll get you to the fantasy playoffs, and after that, <laughs> who yeah. knows what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And that's not good because we had some of that, too, in a yeah. couple of leagues where our quarterbacks just they did not do well in the fantasy yep. playoffs. So get somebody out there that you think is going to be good all year long and not just good start and terrible finish. So. Yeah. All right, who do you got for holds? My holds, I went a little bit different route as far as – look, this this one's super <laughs> easy for me because I have Patrick Mahomes and Andrew Luck. Right now they are just outstanding. Like these two guys have been good for so long for for this whole year. Nobody can convince me to sell them. Nobody can convince me to get rid of these people. These guys are locks. They're locked in. If I have them, I'm not trading. They're untradeable players. That's why I put them in my holds. It's a little bit different of a route. It's the only two players I did this on uh, for wide receivers and running backs and tight ends. I put people like you did. I put people that didn't really perform the greatest, but you still have faith in them to continue going forward. These two guys, holds because I'm not getting rid of them ever unless they completely suck. Wish that won't happen. That's pretty much my take on those two players. I mean, Patrick yeah. Mahomes, I I really do think if it is true that he has that photographic memory, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why this isn't being talked about more. I found an article about it. We told you about it earlier in the season, and it doesn't seem yeah. to be talked about quite enough because it is such an insane asset to be able yeah. to just recall a piece of video or a photograph. If, I mean, if you want proof, just watch that one game where he's com- looking the completely opposite direction <laughs> and he throws it and and it's a perfect pass. Like it's unbelievable. He throws it across his body, not even looking at the receiver. And I've never really seen anybody do that as successfully as he did that. Now, did you know uh that pass that Nick Foles threw to Alshon Jeffrey, that little, like, floater. Uh, I don't know if you remember that play I, or not. Maybe. Uh, that was actually a no-look pass, too. 
I watched a different angle of it, and he was completely looking to the left side of the field and just floated it to the right side. It was insane. It was. I think it's, that one was even better than the Mahomes one, but no, I could be biased. To me, it's to me, it's not because Mahomes pretty much gunned it. Yeah, like that's he, true. It was a bullet of a pass. <laughs> so I, when I see that, that's just that's just unreal stuff I've never seen before. Yep. All right. Well, let's move along to running back. And I'm going to start by okay. telling you a guy who I thought was, well, two guys that I thought were going to be amazing this year. Okay. And they kind of were at times, but <laughs> not as much as I was hoping. And mm-hmm. the one guy is Dalvin Cook, who yep. had a great end to the year. Uh, after being hobbled, injured, in and out here and there, he actually ended the last six weeks of the season as a really good RB1. Yep. And the other guy I'm talking about still ended up as a top 10 running back, but that's not where you took him in a draft. (laughs) Some people I know took him number one, overall instead of Christian <laughs> McCaffrey like I told him to. Uh-huh. And I'm talking about David Johnson. Yeah. He was steady all year long. He had one amazing game and then just produced all year long. Yeah. But it wasn't what people expected out of him. So maybe, just maybe, since he didn't have a top two, three running back year, somebody's going to be low on him and try and get something out of him for future dynasty assets just maybe you might be right you might be wrong but <laughs> i'll go on to my buys um my buy my first one is nick chubb my second one is kareem hunt now i have to explain a little bit about mm-hmm. both of these uh nick chubb his outlook looks pretty good to me i mean there's nobody really behind him as far as the running backs uh depth chart or anything like that he doesn't have a big amount of competition um He'll be relatively cheap because he is somewhat under the radar. So I, that's somebody that I would try to buy. The cheaper, uh, he's cheaper than most running backs at this point. So I'm buying, buying, buying on him. Kareem Hunt, I will explain a little bit. Chances are that people are <laughs> really low on him at this point. I mean, they know that he's talented and they know all that. But it, I mean, with the possible suspension looming and all that. I'm not saying I'm buying high. I'm saying I'm trying to buy low. I mean, who knows? Who knows what will happen with him? But at this point, it's worth the risk if you can get a talented player like that. Uh, yeah, I was going to mention to you before we started recording, I actually had a trade offer okay. in the Flag League. Ah. And... It was, well, the Super Bowl champion's first-round pick, so not a very high first-round pick. A uh-huh. third and a fourth-rounder. And in return, they wanted two guys. And I'm sure the one was so that they could franchise tag him, and that's Zach Ertz, which mm-hmm. I'll probably end up franchising him again because mm-hmm. I want my tight end. Mm-hmm. And the other guy was Kareem Hunt. Now, yeah, I'm not doing if, that. If I thought Kareem Hunt was done, I probably would have just hopped on it. But right. I still think he's going to end up somewhere, and he's yep. on a cheap contract, so I'm not getting rid of him. Yep, and that's why I'm buying him, and that's probably why he was trying exactly. to buy him. Exactly. 
There's not, <laughs> I mean, he is he is the Super Bowl winner for what two years in a row, right? Uh, yes. The, uh, the, yep. And so well, no, it wasn't the Lions trying to trade for him. It was just the Lions' number one pick that somebody else had acquired. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> but either way, that's probably why that person was yes. trying to get uh, him from you. So, yeah. Uh, so let's move on to our cells. And why don't you start since one of your cells is one of my buys? Yeah, I don't have the greatest uh, <laughs> uh, explanation of this, but I, I just don't have a lot of faith in David Johnson next year. Um, yeah, he did good. I'm not convinced, though. I'm not convinced in him as much as I was at the start of the year because I took him first overall in the in our in our listener league. But uh, don't get me wrong. He had a solid year. He really did. But I now, just am not high enough. Go I've ahead. got something I need to say that yep. I forgot to bring up as part of my buy <laughs> suggestion. Um, and I remember reading it the other day because who's their new coach? Do you remember who the Cardinals ended up getting? <laughs> it was Cliff Kingsbury. Now, he has not a very good track record for wins and losses. But from what I saw, his running backs caught a bazillion passes in his offense. So okay. there was another one of my uh, stats that I needed to put. All in right, I, I, I hear you. I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you round two. Right. But I won one round one <laughs> okay. with okay. Jackson. That, I'm yes. convinced with that one. <laughs> but, I mean, I just I don't know something about it. I just don't trust it. But I could be dead wrong, and you could be dead right. So. At usually how it goes <laughs> anyway. But um, my other sell is Derrick Henry. I know he proved me wrong in the last part of the season that, and he was teetering on, you know, that hold category for me. I almost put him in the hold, but I just, I just didn't want to do it um, because I think he does have some real value. So this is why I think I would sell him. But if he doesn't have that last part of the year production, he's, not even a hold for me it's just a yeah yeah but i i know he, he ended the year really good so i think i think you can probably sell him for more than he's worth but i don't really know what people are thinking right now as far as he goes but this is somebody i don't trust in at all uh and i know you saw it in our outline for the show but i had buy sell and hold for running backs, and underneath that, I had a <laughs> WTF category, well, see, and that's where I put Derrick Henry's name. So here's I the don't thing. know what I, to think. I made my list of people before I looked at your list, oh. so I had no idea what your list was until I, I clicked on. It. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yep, but I yeah. don't know what to do with Derrick Henry. He had such <laughs> a great last few games of the season, but I still don't think he built up enough value to sell him. So right. I think at best I'd have to hold because I'm I'm not going to buy because I no, think anybody no. that has him is going to expect a lot out of him because of the last few games. Yeah, and they got a new offensive coordinator now. I yeah. mean, so who knows what's going to happen? Yep. I just I don't trust him. I just don't. All right. And my other my other hold oh, I gotta get to this. Go one. ahead. Oh no, we, Aaron, we're not doing holds. Oh, you just did yourselves. I just came in with my WTF. He was myself. Yes. He was myself. Uh, my cells are guys that most people want. And the reason I would sell them 
is because they have a lot of value right now. Yeah. And the first one is Todd Gurley. I know mm-hmm. I would probably get a lot of flack for saying I'm going to sell Todd Gurley. But he started showing that he's not invincible. Yeah. And the Rams started showing that a lot of running backs can do well behind that offensive line now. So I don't know that moving forward Todd Gurley is going to have as big of a workload as yeah. he's used to. Somewhat of a platoon. Yeah, I mean, he didn't play the last two weeks of the season, and he yeah. had an amazing week before. But And then in uh, Philadelphia, he even kind of like tweaked something. I don't remember what the injury was, but he stayed out. And then they signed C.J. Anderson, and C.J. Anderson had a great game against the Cowboys. So I don't know what's going on. We still have time if the Rams yeah, yeah. can end up beating uh, the Saints. And Todd Gurley makes it to the Super Bowl. Maybe he can change my mind in the next three <laughs> weeks. So we'll see. But my other yeah. sell, my other sell, yeah, is a guy who I love. But again, his injuries have really started to bother me, and that's Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. I did not get a chance to get him in it. Well, I guess I shouldn't say I didn't have a chance. I had a chance to draft him in a couple of leagues this year, but I didn't. And when it came to fantasy playoffs, that was a good thing that I didn't have him on my team. But he yeah. was amazing up until then. Yes, he so was. I, I have a hard time saying that I want to sell Melvin Gordon, but he scares me now. Yeah, I mean, these these two guys, <laughs> quite frankly, Todd, Todd Gurley, you could get a, you could get the world out of him right now. I'm just saying you could get first round draft pick, another first round. Who knows what people are willing yep. to give up to get somebody like this, especially if it's a dynasty, if it's contract league and he's got his contract's not that great, then maybe it's a little different, but dynasty, man, people want him and they're going to, they're going to do just about anything to get him. They don't care who's in the draft this year. Cause I mean, the draft is always different. You yep. don't know who you're going to get, but I mean, this, I, I completely agree with both of yourselves. I have no problems with that at all. All right. Well, I'm going to move on to my holds because I have a hold that you're buying. <laughs> and okay. I think that's maybe we've just been seeing different conversations happening about Nick Chubb. Because yeah. I, in some of the circles that I have been in, reading people's reactions, people are super high on Nick Chubb. And I kind of am too. Oh, wow. and, and it's going to take a lot unless you're in a league that really doesn't follow it that much, like maybe just a plain keeper league. But I think in any dynasty league, it's going to take a fortune to get Nick Chubb. So I can't sell him because I think he's going to be great, but I don't think I'm going to give up enough for somebody to sell him to me. Well, it's something I haven't tried to do yet. I mean, I'm not going out there right now trying to get Nick right. Chubb from everybody. But, yeah, that's interesting. I have maybe, maybe I need to look up a little bit more of my information as far as how people are looking at him right now. But I, my initial thought was he's just under the radar type of person. Like, I haven't been thinking about him. And then nobody's really brought him up in my little inner circle. So it's just, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that. But I still believe he's going to be a good player. There's yes. nobody oh, behind definitely, him. Definitely, definitely. Uh, and my yeah, other we'll hold, see. my other hold, yep. is Chris Carson. I talked about him last mm-hmm. week. I told yep. you not to sleep on him last year. <laughs> but again, 
I don't know what they plan on doing with their running back situation. Do they still have a lot of stock in Rashad Penny? And if so, are they going to go with a, a two-headed running back attack? Is that going to yeah. bring down Chris Carson's numbers? Is he not going to get as many touches? But I'm not willing to sell him either. Yeah. So, yeah, the best you can do with Chris Carson is hope. Yeah. And hold on. <laughs> You're exactly right. Um, I, I got my holds here. I'm going to start with the one that you have as a buy, mm-hmm. and that is Delvin Cook. Now, a down year from what I can see. I mean, it was not the greatest of years for him, but he has the ability to absolutely destroy it. He can crush it. So I'm waiting on him, and I'm hoping. I'm just kind of, hey, if he can really do what I know he can do, then it's worth holding on to him. I'm not going to take any offers for this unless somebody's going to offer something stupid, but they're not going to because he had a down year. He had two back-to-back down years. Now, it wasn't horrible this year, but it wasn't it wasn't first-round type no. material. So, And that's where he was being drafted a lot. People were at the end of the first round. And I'm just not convinced enough that – I will be able to buy him from anybody, and I'm not going to sell him to anybody. So I'm just going to hold on. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Who's your other hold? I did my holds. You didn't talk about your other hold? <laughs> Let me. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. This yeah. is the one I was going to exactly. get to early, and I <laughs> overdid it. Anyway, my other hold is Aaron Jones. Didn't score a ton this year, but he definitely is the guy in Green Bay. I like the way he runs the ball. I believe with a new coach this year, they'll be running the ball a lot more, and there'll be a lot more check down passes to running backs because that's what the Packers have been missing. And I think the new coach is going to say, we need to do a little bit more of this. And so I'm not giving up on him. I, I There's no reason to really give up on him in the first place because I do like him. If you watch any of the Packers games, if you watch him play, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't give up on somebody who's electric like that because he is. And there's just he just didn't have the greatest fantasy numbers this year. So I'm holding on to him. I would be willing to sell him if I have him anywhere, but I probably wouldn't sell him for pennies like people are probably going to try and get. So. Yeah, we will see. I'm pretty high on Aaron Jones myself, but I, and this may be because we're in Wisconsin, I have that uh, idea that nobody is going to sell Aaron Jones to me because of the hometown, you know, well, favoritism. A lot of people we play with are from Wisconsin, so it makes it more difficult. Yep, yep, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we've got two positions left, and that means we'll move on to wide receiver. And I'm going to start off because I have a couple of guys that you guys have definitely heard of, and I have an honorable mention. And I'm going to start with the honorable mention. Okay. Because this guy actually started having a decent rapport with his rookie quarterback towards the end of the year. Now, I'm not talking about you know, like uh, Calvin Ridley or guys like that. (laughs) I'm talking about Zay Jones. Yeah. This guy actually put up some decent numbers. I was very 
impressed. Yeah, it's and almost like a sleeper. I'm impressed point. with Josh Allen. We yeah. did not expect anything out of Josh Allen. We thought for sure Josh Allen was going to be sitting the entire year. Well, little did we know that every single other quarterback the Buffalo Bills rolled out <laughs> was absolute garbage. Mm-hmm. So we got to see Josh Allen just grow. And yeah. like you wanted <laughs> Zay Jones to be uh, his number one receiver, it looks like it might happen. Yeah. So he's going to be cheap if you can get him off of something. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. He is yeah. so cheap. But anyway, let's get to some real guys that we know have real <laughs> stats this year that have had real quarterbacks throwing to them. Well, mostly. Uh, my buy is a guy that I thought was going to do much better, and he probably would have if he would have played the whole year with the first quarterback that was throwing to him. Mm-hmm. But we all know what happened. Tyrod Taylor could not win a game (laughs) for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, And Baker Mayfield could. mm -hmm. So I think it's going to take an offseason for Jarvis Landry to get in touch with his inner Baker. And I think he's going to be cheaper again. He's going to be a PPR monster again next year. Mm -hmm. I, I have no doubt in my mind that Jarvis Landry is going to be the Jarvis Landry we remember, and he's going to have 100 catches, and he's going to have 1,100 yards, and he's going to have five or six touchdowns, and he's going to be worth every penny. So hopefully the guys out there see that Jarvis Landry didn't quite cut it. I mean, he was still a top 20 wide receiver, but it took yeah. a while to get him in with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I was scrolling through names to find who I wanted to do as holds and buys and all that stuff, and I saw Jarvis Landry sitting there, and I was like, uh, I don't know what to do with him, so I'm just not going to put him on any of my list. <laughs> but it seemed like I should have, but I just just didn't feel like I could say anything because I don't know what's going to happen. But I don't have any problems with what you said. Like, it's, <laughs> I, I I'm not sure I'd buy him buy him but i don't like i said i had no idea what to do with him as it i'd put him on my list anywhere so okay uh my other buy is another guy who i really didn't hear anybody talking about this year and it kind of goes also in with one of my quarterback buys okay we're giving one more chance to Jameis winston so why (laughs) not give a chance to the number one guy there in mike evans he had a really good year. He was a top yeah. 10 wide receiver. He, yeah, he had a, like three down weeks or so, but he had some really big weeks, and I swear nobody said anything. He had, yeah. I'm, I'm looking here in a PPR league, he had 27, 23, 25, uh, 21, 28, 24, and then a bunch of mediocres in between. But my goodness, I did not realize that he was that good this yeah. year so it, i i i want to buy i do yeah I, you could completely buy on him and there's somebody else that i'm buying on the same team at this at the wide receiver position and that is adam humphreys i cannot tell you how many times he saved my <laughs> behind like i would have him as my last person that i'd put in like ah who do i want to put in the flex adam humphreys gotta put him in there and then he would outscore like three of my other wide receivers, and I was just like, all right, this is great. (laughs) 
Like he is, he's just the guy that is unexpected. And so that's why I think you can buy him for pretty cheap because I don't think a lot of people are knowing about him right now. I think his name's getting a little bit more hot it's just because of the year. To, yes. So this is why you might want to do it as soon as you possibly can. But this is somebody that I would buy. My other buy is Tyler Lockett. Not a huge name in fantasy football, but he's very effective. If someone isn't paying attention, they could completely overlook that he is actually really effective. Um, that's why I'm exploring on how to get him on my team for a cheap price. He's not, you know, he's been quite good with Russell Wilson, and I think he's going to continue that success, and he's going to be under the radar again. So I'm buying on him. I like it. I, I also looked at Adam Humphreys as a buy mm-hmm. pretty much that whole Tampa Bay offense. I was like, hmm, yeah. there's something <laughs> it's, about it's strange- it. Yeah, it seems like everything is underperforming, but yet you feel like there's still something there. I mean, Mike Evans didn't really underperform, but everybody else kind of seems like there's nothing, nothing popping out at you. No. That's why I feel like you have to get one of these guys. And I'm looking at Adam Humphrey's numbers, and he had 105 targets on the year. Yeah, and caught 76 balls. Mm-hmm. Granted, he only had 816 yards and five touchdowns. But that's a lot of targets for a number two or possibly number three guy, depending on how yeah. you look at him. And he finished. I'm looking here at a PPR league. He mm-hmm. finished number 24. That is a wide receiver two. Yeah. And there is zero chance you'll have to pay wide receiver two capital yeah, to get right. Adam Humphreys right yep. now. Yep. So we are done with our buys. Let's go to our cells and mm-hmm. let's talk about one together since we both <laughs> have this person on our cell yeah. list. And that is Antonio Brown. Yeah, there's just way too many questions going on right now. I can't, I, that's basically all you have to say. Like, I don't know what the crap is going to go on with him. <laughs> what are you going to get in return for a trade right now? Well, like, you, if you're going to do anything with him, you have to you have to just sell them because I, you get something big. Yeah. But right now, do you want to buy him? No, you don't want to buy him. You don't want to hold on to him either. You're just thinking, oh, this is going to be the the Le'Veon Bell situation where I'm holding on to him for the whole year, and it's just complete garbage. <laughs> A couple of years ago, you would have gotten multiple first-round picks and yeah. some young talent. And there, I guarantee you, there are still people out there that are willing to absolutely sell for Antonio Brown, especially if they yep. think they're in win now mode. Yep. Try and get something because I don't know that I'm going to want to deal with the headache. This guy is an amazing wide receiver. Yes, and if he goes to a different team, it's going to be so interesting to see because he's only ever had Ben Roethlisberger force feed him the ball. Like I said, he's an amazing receiver. I'm not taking anything away from him. Right. But if he goes to a team that doesn't force feed him the ball, what are his numbers going to look like? And then what is his attitude going to be like? Because he wasn't force fed the ball this year. It was pretty good, but he wasn't force fed. Juju took a lot of them targets. Yeah. How, I can't. how sad is it that – 
a number two wide receiver for the Steelers comes in, does amazing. The city loves him. Yeah. We were bragging about getting him in the fifth round in our yep. fantasy podcast yep. league draft. We were like, wow, I can't believe we got Juju in the fifth. This is awesome. And he performed way right. better than we even hoped. Oh, yeah. And Antonio yep. Brown's like, man, I don't want to play here anymore. Like, <laughs> That's not fair. What's wrong with you? Uh, you're just a child. Come on, man. It's just it's it's sick to see how much of a diva Antonio Brown has turned into in the last few years. Yeah, and it's somebody that I yeah two three years ago I've been like oh, this is one of them class act kind of guys you know yeah but it just kind of turned out that in the end he's still a diva <laughs> like there's a lot of them out there but yeah. I didn't expect him to be one of them. Well, I'm gonna tell you my other uh, okay. sell. And that is a guy who was breaking records in the first half of the year. Now, why would I want to sell a guy that broke records (laughs) in the first half of the year? Well, because he had like half the number of catches in the second half of the year that he did the first. And that is Adam Mm -hmm. Thielen. If you just look at his numbers, it was pathetic in the last few games of the season. Yeah. For what Adam Thielen was. I mean, he had 113 <laughs> catches on the year and 1,373 yards and nine touchdowns. Of course, that was good for like number eight or nine overall. Yeah. But my goodness, Kirk Cousins forgot how to play football when he needed to the most. This, now, this this is something I will say this. I considered making one of my cells, and I couldn't do it because of the way we're doing the show. <laughs> I consider doing one of my cells, the entire Minnesota offense. Oh boy. And I just, I just don't know what to expect out of them. they performed pretty good. Thielen performed pretty good. I think people are still thinking that. And they had that shootout with the Rams. You're like, Oh, Holy crap. If they can just do that, yeah, I don't even care if exactly. they win or lose, but. And Diggs is kind of the same type of, I, it's, I don't know. The only, the only reason I didn't do it was one, our podcast was not doing it in that fashion. And two, <laughs> Uh, I think Cook is somebody I don't want to sell at this point. Yeah, but yeah, I, I thought that was a very interesting when I saw that you were selling uh, Thielen. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and your other sell is my other WTF. <laughs> I didn't know what the heck to do with them. Go ahead with your other sell, uh, Amari Cooper. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that he's good for the Cowboys. Okay, he made the Cowboys a better team. But the last three weeks of the season were not good. Stinkers. Yes. I mean, I'm very, very iffy on him. This is this is one thing I could be wrong about. Like I said in the past, I've been wrong plenty of times. This is one that I might be wrong about. But I'm selling him. There's just there's something, something not so good about Amari Cooper and the inconsistency that he's had throughout his entire career to be honest he he looked like he was starting off on the cowboys on the right foot looked really good i was like all right i could be wrong about this and then he proved me right again that i don't want amari cooper on my team so i'm going to sell him because some people might think hey this guy's still worth something he did really good for the cowboys because he is he's it makes the cowboys a better team he's not a horrible wide receiver but when fantasy football comes around i can't rely on inconsistency yeah and i mean it was insane it, it, he really did just pick up where he <laughs> yeah. left off he just had bigger games when he did good yeah. than when he did with the raiders so mm-hmm. it looks like he did better on the season 
but he had a 49.7-point game, yes. a 38-point game, and a 26-point game. Like, just, yep. Holy crap, 10 catches for 217 yards and three touchdowns. That was just under a fifth, or no, just under a quarter of his uh, percentage <laughs> points for the entire year it, it, yeah. in one game. You know, that was yeah. what we were talking about with Julio last year now yeah well i'll just give a shout out to julio he proved me wrong this year he was one of the most consistent wide receivers in the league his trends did not know where i was thinking they were gonna go (laughs) you wrote him the letter and he responded he did he He absolutely responded responded. so uh i I will not be talking bad about julio this upcoming season no even though all the analytics that i looked at and the stats (laughs) for the last four years were put in there just yep he proved me wrong now again that could have been because you know the falcons were the falcons this year yeah uh that's neither here nor there Uh, i believe uh we are on our holds now for wide receivers. We are. Okay. Yep. Uh, since you were going, why don't you keep it going? Okay, I'll just keep it going with my holds, and I'm just going to group these two guys in the same category, and that is Mike Williams and Sterling Shepard. Nothing spectacular out of either one of these guys, but there is enough promise in production out of them that I am going to hold on to them. I'm not going to let them go. I feel promise out of them. I feel a little more promise out of Mike Williams because I believe that Rivers is going to stay there a little longer. I don't really know what to think about Eli Manning right now, but I do like Sterling Shepard, and I think that they're both like in the same category almost. Like It's like not the same player, not the same type of player to the most part, but when it comes to somebody I want to hold on to, these guys are, I'm going to hold on to, and I'm not going to sell them because I'm not going to get a whole bunch in return and i'm not going to buy them because it's not really it's not something that you want to do and buy somebody that's not really proven a whole ton and then you're probably paying too much to get them but that's why i got them in my holds i like both of them i think they're going to be successful i just haven't seen a whole lot out of them this last year and i'm looking at their stats here and they finished right next to each other in the stats I'm looking at, 31 and 32. So they were both wide receiver threes. So if you had them, you were probably playing them most weeks or at least at a flex option. And they were consistent enough. They're not quite there yet. Sterling Shepard was a little more consistent than Mike Williams, but Mike Williams had bigger games than Sterling Shepard did. So... (laughs) <laughs> they'll get you about the same amount of points, but it depends on how your team is made up and which one of those guys you might right. want to keep around. You are right. Now, my holds are a couple of guys who one was injured and one got traded and never really got integrated into the lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy that got injured is Cooper Cup. I <laughs> love this guy. We were yeah. talking about Jared Goff earlier. And Cooper Cup made him so much better. Cooper Cup was just insane the first yeah. part of the season. I mean, he started off the year 17, 12, 16, 37, 21. Then he got hurt for a few weeks. And mm-hmm. then he came back with a 19, and then he got hurt again. <laughs> so it seems as though Cooper Cup was the guy, it was the X factor in the Rams' offense. So yeah. I'm not going to sell him because. 
with that injury, nobody's going to pay up for him. Exactly. Yep. And I don't know that I want to buy him because <laughs> how is that injury going to treat him when he comes back? And are the Rams for real? I I just don't know. Yeah, and that's somebody you probably won't be able to get for a really low price, but you could tr- you can always try. Oh yeah, I'm probably going to try. Uh, but the other guy that I'm holding on to is a guy I've I've always liked because he's been so consistent. And I gave him some numbers at the start of the year that I thought he was going to achieve. And, of course, he did not achieve them because <laughs> he got traded. But he was fairly well on his way until that trade happened, and that is Golden Tate. Mm-hmm. He was just Golden Tate the first eight weeks of the year. And after that, it was, eh. <laughs> <laughs> he had That's, one uh, good game with the Eagles. Yeah. And that was about it. So I don't know what to expect. I don't even know if he's going to be back in Philly. Yeah. I don't know where he's going to go. He, he might re-sign with the Lions. Who knows? If he <laughs> re-signs with the Lions, I'll be all about Golden Tate again. Yeah, I, I agree with that because it, he was um, Galladay now, but he was the main target over there. And I think that if they go back, they, they still could be a really good team, the Lions, as far as just regular NFL goes, but they just didn't click this year and it just didn't look right. So you're holding on him, yep. and if he goes back and you're holding on Stafford, you got a bunch of holds there on one team. Right. But yeah. <laughs> So we got one position left, and mm-hmm. that was the position that everybody had trouble with last mm-hmm. year. And we've got just, I just ha- almost had to randomly throw down some names here because tight end was just <laughs> so weird this year. But there yeah. is one guy that I am truly interested in buying if okay. you're in a dynasty league where people aren't paying too close attention. Okay. And that is Ian Thomas, the Panthers yeah. rookie tight end this last year. He started looking pretty good when Greg Olson was out of that lineup again. Yep. But uh, I, who knows what's going to happen there. Tight end was just so stupid this year. I don't know how many times <laughs> really I can was. say that. It was uh, a really difficult list for me to put together, but I I got some guys, and it's not – I don't – this is the one category I don't have. Oh, I, <laughs> I only have one sell and one hold because I just <laughs> I, I just couldn't figure out more. But I got two buys. Yep. You go ahead with the rest of your buys. Okay. Well, as I was saying, Ian Thomas, I mean, the last five mm-hmm. weeks of the year, he had 9.6, 16.7, 3.4, 14.8, 17.1. So it looks as if he's on an upswing there. Yeah. And I wanted to put another buy as one of yours. But I'll <laughs> I'll give you my reason why I didn't after you okay. do. My other buy is Trey Burton. Now, he wasn't amazing this year like we had hoped. He had mm-hmm. some decent games. He was fairly consistent. If you were having issues at the tight end position, he was something to put yeah. in there. Yes. It, yep. it wasn't anything amazing. But I think with a year under that system and Mitch Trubisky taking a step forward, it is possible that he yes. gets a little bit better. I mean, he only had 77 targets this last year. Yeah. So there's room for improvement, and at the tight end position, if 
if you can buy somebody for cheap, hopefully you can get this yeah. guy and <laughs> it'll pay it's, out. I feel like it's going to be hard to buy somebody for cheap unless people don't really know about him. Right. Um, and that's part of the reason I have Chris Herndon for the New York Jets. Now, we're talking dynasty here for the most part. If this was a oh, next year type of thing and you won't have him for, the, for this here's the thing he pled guilty to a dwi so he might get suspended next year but that's that just means people won't want him that that's plain and simple they're not going to think about him oh like he, he's going to be suspended i don't really want him but i got high hopes for him next year and i really do i think that he's going to be something not special but something consistent for the new york jets and i think he'll be a pivotal part of the jets offense so i'm going to buy low if i can it, like i said it that tight end position is not the greatest position to be buying, but it, it, it's it's somebody that not a lot of people have heard of. Uh, my other buy is O.J. Howard. He didn't play the last six weeks of the season, and when he comes back, he'll be good and he'll 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 be fine. He averaged twelve points per game last year, and that's pretty good for a tight end. That would have been sixth overall if he would have just kept going. Yes. So. Right, and so he might go undervalued valued this year, this next year coming up. So I'd give him a shot and try to buy him if you can, but, it, again, it's hard to buy. But them are my two buys, and so, I'll let you say who, whatever you want to say yeah. about whoever it was. <laughs> now, I wanted to put Chris Herndon on yeah. that list because I did like what I saw from him. I actually had to pick him up in a, a deeper league for uh-huh. during the buys and whatnot, and you know, he did okay enough mm-hmm. where i was happy with points out of my tight end i know what you're gonna say i think you're if yeah <laughs> i'm <laughs> going to ask you can you name me a single fantasy relevant tight end in the years that adam Gase was in miami see this is exactly what i <laughs> thought you would say and this is the reason i almost didn't put him on my buy to be honest but i think that he's better than what they've had in miami so I, it's really hard to say that, but he proved it. He proved it this year, and I think Adam Gase is going to see that this guy is actually pretty good. But the first so many weeks, if he's suspended, I don't know what's going to happen with all that. But, yeah, I knew exactly where you were going with that. <laughs> yep. I mean, it, it's been terrible any time. I mean, yeah. can anybody tell me how many – targets Mike Gesicki had this year everybody was all up on some Mike Gesicki yep. and I don't know that he had hardly anything I am trying to find him on this list right here and oh, I'm, <laughs> Just search, I'm, I'm searching by average so I'm gonna have to <laughs> search by something else let's see I'm getting down here Jason Kroom Anthony Ferkser Nick Boyle. Oh, there's Mike Gesicki. Let's wow. see what kind of stats he is. That is the 50th so bad. overall tight end. He had wow. 32 targets and 22 catches, 202 <laughs> yards, and zero touchdowns. Oh, so that's just not good. Maybe he will. He, you know, it's possible he could be really good next year because nothing's going to be left in Miami. <laughs> that is true. Uh, yeah, that's. Pretty much Buy on Mike Gesicki. Buy on Mike. Oh, wait. No, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that's somebody you just don't want to sell. You don't want to hold. You don't. I mean, if you can sell them, go for it. But <laughs> you probably won't be able to. Anyway, 
onto ourselves. Yes, uh, <laughs> go ahead with yours. Yours is fairly self-explanatory. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say any tight end could be sold at this point because the tight end position is so valuable. But the, the, the one guy, if I had to pick a person to sell, it would be Rob Gronkowski. Now, Gronk is somebody you wouldn't think, hey, you got to sell this guy. No, I'm selling him because... <sighs> Gronk and somebody somewhere is going to overpay for Gronkowski because it's Gronkowski. Like you, you think, well, oh, I need a tight end. Who's a, who's a good tight end? Well, the Patriots got that Rob Gronkowski guy. Well, I actually think that he's not going to be that good. He wasn't really that good this year. I mean, he didn't even break into the top 10 this year, and he averaged under 10 points per game. He averaged... I'm going to say that again. He averaged under 10 points per game. For Gronk, that is not good. That's why I'm selling. That's why every single one of you people on there should be selling. Unless, I, I, if you can get something halfway decent off Gronk, sell. Otherwise, just hold on to him because it's a tight end. <laughs> I've only got one thing to add. Uh, yeah, maybe he'll retire and you won't have to worry about it. <laughs> That's possible, but uh, did he? Uh, he did say something there like, "If rumors, I'm not on the Patriots, I don't want to play." I, yeah, teammates, I think you're like saying, "Oh, I don't know that he wants to play anymore." Blah blah blah. But yeah, uh, yeah, Rob Gronkowski, uh, he had his heydays, and I yes. think partially because of his size. And yeah, how yep. much they have used him in the past, I think his body is taking such a beating that yeah. he just can't. <laughs> it's interesting because I watched this last game, and I'm just watching Tom Brady go everywhere except for Gronk. Yeah. Like, it's just, pow, there's there's a guy, there's a guy, there's a guy, there's a guy, but not Gronkowski. I'm not even sure. I didn't watch the whole game because it was getting to be yeah, a blowout. But, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know if he even caught a pass. I'm not even sure. But it's just – Plain and simple, Brady is not looking in Gronk's way. So if that's going to continue, I don't want him on my team. Yep. Uh, no arguments for me. Uh, I have a couple of cells, and okay. I only have two because I told you I was going to put a couple on there. <laughs> uh, one of them is Kyle Rudolph, who yeah. I thought was going to be a lot better than he was mm -hmm. because Kirk Cousins loved his tight ends in Washington. But he had one game of 33 points I'm looking at, which was a fifth, more than a fifth of his entire season total, although that was in championship week. So if that's who he had to ride with, he did you good for the <laughs> yeah, only reason you <laughs> wanted him this year, last yep. year. Uh, but Kyle Rudolph, if you can find somebody that looks, oh, he was the number seven overall tight end. If you can get something out of him, you might as well get it yeah. out of him and find yep. somebody else to, because he was so inconsistent all year long that. I don't want him on my team anymore. Agree. And my other sell, although he did us very well in the Amateur Fantasy Podcast League, mm -hmm. we picked him up, I think, off of waivers after week one or two. Yep. And he was awesome up until the championship <laughs> game. So, <laughs> but our guy, uh, Eric Ebron. Yeah. How is it possible after... How many years? Four years in Detroit. And he barely was fantasy relevant. And when he yeah. was, it was like one big game or two yeah. big games. And then all of a sudden, 
he gets 110 targets. Now, granted, he only caught 66 passes on those 110 targets, but that's pretty good for a tight end. 66 yes, catches for 750 yards and 13 touchdowns. Yeah. I was going to say how many touchdowns because that's the big one right there. He scored in all but one, two, three, four, five, six weeks. So yeah. in one of those weeks, I know he got hurt and only had the one catch for eight yards. So mm-hmm. almost every week he was giving you a touchdown and when you can get that out of a tight end especially the way they were last year that's amazing i do not expect this to happen again (laughs) and somebody is going to give you something for eric ebron because andrew luck revived him and now he is the next dallas clark and no he is not (laughs) the next dallas clark yeah I was going to ask you, like, do you expect him to continue this because you're selling him? So I would assume that you don't expect him to give you the, continue no. this. I, I I need to see way more yeah. than one amazing year with one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yep. So, agree. He's he's got the best chance to do it again next year, but I think yeah. the Colts are going to address wide receiver possibly yes, in the draft do. or in free agency and I don't know why they would because I think they've got a decent running back core but there were rumors that Le'Veon Bell wanted to come to Indianapolis and that would definitely hurt the tight end position there too yeah no doubt about that I mean if he goes there Ebron's pretty much done because it's all the dump off passes are gonna go to Le'Veon Bell I mean plain and simple yep Uh, and well let's just End with our holds here. All right. Uh, again, I basically put in a couple of guys just because I <laughs> said I was going to put in a couple of guys. <laughs> One of them I'm I'm pretty okay with as a hold because he ended the season very well. But again, just like last season, this same player got volume, got catches, got touchdowns because Odell Beckham wasn't on the field. Mm-hmm. So... Of course, I'm talking about Evan Ingram. Right. I, I don't know what to do with this guy. I thought after <laughs> last year, like, well, we'll see what happens when Odell Beckham is on the field at the same time with him. Well, Evan Ingram was hurt for four weeks, yeah. so he wasn't out there when Odell was on the field. And then when he wasn't on the field, he had 31 targets in those four games for 22 catches and, <laughs> like, 300 yards and a touchdown. So, right. Yep. What what is gonna happen? <laughs> it's some that's somebody I just don't even wanna touch. I don't wanna <laughs> hold on to him, I don't wanna touch him. I just it's just too up in the air for me. I can't do it. Yeah. And the other guy who you actually had as a uh good guy to get and mm-hmm. was an ESP for you who ended up number six overall at the tight end position and averaged just over ten points a game, Austin Hooper. Yeah. I, I I wasn't wrong. I mean, <laughs> you were not wrong. I didn't expect I didn't expect him to be as good as he was, but I didn't expect him. I don't know. This is that was one of them ESPs that just was just like I I feel this thing coming on. I just have it. I'm getting these warm feelings, and then I look down and I wet myself. But no, um, <laughs> uh, no. I just I that's just one of the feelings. Like sometimes you just get a feeling about a certain player. And it just happens to work out. And it did happen to work out. And I did have a feeling that he would be better in the red zone. I don't really know if that worked out that way, but he did work out. Eh. 
um, <laughs> he did work out as far as fantasy production. Yes. Uh, I mean, he had 88 targets and 71 catches. So that's pretty yeah. decent catch yep. rate. But again, we're talking about a Falcons offense that had to throw all year long just to stay yeah. in game. So what will it be next year? Will Devontae Freeman stay healthy where they can actually right. have a running game? Will that take uh, targets away from Austin Hooper? Or will they see that they have a decent tight end and try and work him in more? But yeah, it's not worth selling him. It's not worth buying him. You just got to <laughs> hang on to him and hope he kind of repeats what he did and maybe adds a couple more touchdowns into the mix. Right, exactly. Uh, that's a, definitely somebody I'd hold on to. Not, I mean, I'm holding on to almost every tight end, to be honest. But Yeah, almost. A guy that I'm holding on to, um, if you have him in your league, and if we're talking dynasty, you might. So, And that is Dallas Goddard. Now, he didn't exactly wow us this year. But I, I still believe that the future of the Eagles, they will realize that he and Zach Ertz can be used like a Gronk and Hernandez were back in the day. We That's talked about was, this multiple yes. times, and I still believe that. I mean, Dallas Goddard is very talented. If you watch any of the Eagles, which I know you have, but mm-hmm. I'm talking to our listeners, if they've watched any of the Eagles, you'll, you'll see that this guy is a very talented tight end, and that there's no reason for him not to be on the field all the time. And I think the Eagles got a – he was out there a lot, but he wasn't out there a ton. And I think the Eagles need to realize that, get another guy that you can count on on the offense. Um, that way maybe you can you know, cut back on your wide receivers. You don't have to rely on them all the time. Maybe – Maybe Dallas Goddard catches that ball and it's not dropped by Jer- or uh, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. That's what you get. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I don't know. Maybe if they use him a little more, they can be a little more successful. That's all. And I think that if they use him more, obviously he's going to get more more production as fantasy football, and that's why I'm holding on to him because nobody, nobody is going to offer you a trade. For this no. guy, I mean, it, there's no reason to. But it, it, this is also something you might want to buy, maybe if you're thinking, if I can get him really cheap, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm going to try and get him in dynasty leagues. Right. Uh, I don't, keeper leagues probably won't matter too much since you won't right, yeah. keep too many players. But yeah. I have to read these stats as I look <laughs> at his overall numbers at the end of the year. Okay. He had. 33 catches for 334 yards and four touchdowns mm-hmm. on 44 targets. Yeah. <laughs> it was just threes and fours across the board. I was like, <laughs> ah, okay, well, that's not bad, but it just sounded weird when I said it in my <laughs> head. So I had to say it out loud and see what it sounded like. Uh, but, yeah, I think uh, maybe that is why Golden Tate won't be back. Maybe – Nelson Aguilar won't be back, and maybe we'll see him get right into the mix. Maybe we were just a year too early on thinking Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz were going to be a dynamic duo. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe we'll just, you know, the ESP is just not quite triggered in the recent. It's more (laughs) in future. We have a time-traveling ESP, so. There you go. We'll see. Well, that is about going to wrap it up. Uh our buys, sells, and holds. <laughs> very, very early buys, sells, and holds <laughs> if you're in uh, Dynasty Leagues. Well, we've got two 
games this weekend to see yeah. who's going to go to the Super Bowl. So I guess since we're here, why don't you tell us who you think is going to the Super Bowl? I don't want to predict it, but I, I honestly I don't see any way the Chiefs are going to lose this game to the Patriots. I mean, I, I'll take that back. I see a way. It's Tom <laughs> well, Brady. Tom Brady is it's the way Andy to do Reed it. But too. don't go there. <laughs> I, I just I don't I don't expect it. I expect the Chiefs to to win this game and go on to the Super Bowl. And I really don't see the Rams beating the Saints at all. I think the Saints are just they're just gonna light it up. And I think that's also going to say something about the Eagles defense. And I talked to you a little bit about that, but the yep. Eagles defense is just it's way better than people think it is. I mean, you just held the Saints to a non fifty point game. Like yeah, th- right. that's what they've been doing all year. And they didn't. And the Eagles had a shot to win that game. Could have argued that they should have won that game in many aspects. But mm-hmm. it's just I think the Saints are a better team in general, but they they could have lost that game because the Eagles defense is just a lot better than people think. I mostly agree with everything you said there. <laughs> the only thing I will say is that the Saints didn't look like the Saints the last two or three weeks of the season. I don't know if that's because they didn't have anything to play for or if they were going against really good defenses. I'm just going to say this because it's the playoffs. The Saints are going to do everything in their power to win that game. And if they can't put it together like they did before, then that's a big, big problem. But I I 100% believe that they were trying to light it up and they just could not do it because the Eagles defense is better than people think. Well, and we got off to the perfect start in that game, you know, <laughs> where you knew the Saints uh. were going to come out just a little sluggish. So you needed to put the your foot on the pedal and go out there and get a lead, and they did it. And everything was working in their favor, and we just shot ourselves in the foot a couple of times, and Drew Brees is going to take advantage when you yeah, shoot absolutely. yourself in the foot. Yep. Yep. Oh, I think we're in agreement that we at least want the Chiefs and the Saints in the Super Bowl. Um, yes, I agree with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> However, I think it would be a very, very interesting matchup if it were Chiefs-Rams uh, 2.0 because that game in the regular season was just yeah. insane. Here's what I, I think don't that, know. I want another game like last year's Super Bowl. Although it was my team, it still gave me a heart attack almost the whole way through. <laughs> Here's what I think the NFL wants, and we can end it on this. But I think the NFL wants the Patriots to be in the Super Bowl against the Saints, so you can have Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. Who's the best old quarterback? Who's gonna do it this year? It's, Loser it's, retires. Oh. <laughs> oh wait, this isn't wrestling. Uh, <laughs> That's that's what should happen. Loser retires. That Please win Saints. Win That's that's uh, going to start getting put into people's contracts. So if if you're so old <laughs> and you make it to the Super Bowl and you win or you lose, this is what's going to have to happen. <laughs> we have gotten way off topic. <laughs> way way off topic. Uh, so on that note, we are going to say goodbye. And I will tell you where you can find us when you're not listening to us. Or when you're listening to us. Either or. Don't give them our addresses. Come on. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, we (laughs) are on Twitter at Fantasy Fuel. 
Facebook.com slash Fancy Fuel. We also have a cool little phone number at 608-492-3443. We are easy to reach. We are easy to talk to. So let us know what's going on. Let us know if you have a cool buy, sell, or hold. And don't forget to stay fueled up this off-season.